Ladies and gentlemen. Pacific Sound Radio. Hello and welcome to Pacific Sound Radio, your go-to source for everything happening in the Vancouver music scene. I'm James Olson. And I'm Travis Noel. Thank you for joining us uh, on the show in that awkward period of the holiday season between Christmas and New Year's where you don't know exactly what to do with yourself. This episode marks the end of our second year broadcasting on the Save On Radio Network, and this year has featured a number of changes and challenges for Pacific Sound Radio. The Snug Concert Series concluded in May 2019, with the Persephone Snug Brewery closing shortly afterwards. We also have scaled back our live broadcast to a bi-weekly schedule so we can maximize the number of high-caliber guests per episode. Also, our producer, Jane Fraze, who is... Uh, has joined us uh, in the studio today for our Best of 2019 special. This is a bit, little bit bitter, bittersweet for us as this will be the last episode with Jane's involvement for this foreseeable future. Jane helped co-found Pacific Sound Radio, brought Travis, my intrepid co-host Travis, into the fold, uh, and has been an integral member of the team whose impact cannot be overstated. He is one of the hardest working guys that I know, and he will truly be missed. However, Aww, yeah, going to miss that's you, buddy. So before we get to our local picks, here are some honorable mentions. Dead Soft have released their long-awaited sophomore album, Big Blue. Worth checking out. The psychedelic pop band Melt dropped their debut album, Swim Slowly, featuring my favorite album cover, album art, and packaging of the year. Sleepy Gonzalez released their debut release on Light Organ Reco- Records, the Melotrauma EP. Really good acoustic stuff. Kimortal came back this year with their second release, X Marks the Swirl. Really interesting hip-hop album. The art punk band Dumb released their second album in two years, Club Nights. A lot of fun, a lot of weird spastic energy to it. Justice McClellan, who you might know from Blue Jay and Harlequin Gold, released the first full-length album of his side project, Messaluna, called Lash. A lot of cool shoegazy post-punk vibes going on with that one. And the Vancouver indie pop band Bridal Party released their first full-length album, Too Much, which is really, really good. It's consistently excellent all the way through. The vocals are great. The instrumentation is really lush. Highly worth, uh, highly recommended and definitely worth a listen. And uh, it's my turn because I, I'll, I guess I'll start uh, with my first uh, my first local pick is Iconoclast by Devours. This record has been on my short list of favorite albums of the year for most of the year, quite honestly. Devours is a solo electropop project helmed by Jeff Kincaid, and his sophomore album explores aging, creative expression, and queer identity over the course of 10 vibrant and flamboyant arty dance tracks. Iconoclast is carried by a manic rhythmic energy combined with Kincaid's melancholic and commanding delivery that never ceases to be engaging after repeat listens. And I would say my key tracks are Curmudgeon, Garnet Graves, and Taxidermy the Musical. Big question for you, though. Mm-hmm. If you had to devour one thing, what would it be? Like what's something that I could just devour? 
very easily. Yeah. Toblerone. Oh, I like that. I'll go with that. Toblerone. What would you devour? Um, a nice pizza pie. That's not a bad choice. Yeah, that 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 would be a delicious choice. Travis, I would devour a cyclone popsicle. Nice, throwing it back. Even this time of year. Hell yeah. Mm. Maybe a SpongeBob popsicle with those gumball eyes. (laughs) Eat the eyes first. (laughs) Always, always eat the eyes first. Well, one eye, and then you can finish with an eye too. There you go. Aye aye, (laughs) Captain. Uh, what's your first pick, Travis? All right, my first local pick is going to be Andrew Phelan with his album Everything Rattles When I Breathe. A uh, big part of what I like about music is the memories that attach to songs and albums. This one takes me back to doing shows in the snug summertime and the Biltmore release show for this one, which was a blast. You guys were there. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The was, sing-along uh, on one of the songs. Mm-hmm. Which worked out when his guitar cut out or... Something. Oh yeah, that actually worked out really well. I mean, because yeah. he had tech issues, and yeah. then mm-hmm. sometimes you can make them work. It's all about rolling with the punches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that show had uh, Jasper Stone, Yip, opening up, as well as Sam Lynch. Yes, very it's stacked, very very good. Uh, album was apparently completed in only six sessions with Harley Small, popular guy. Uh, yeah, mixed by Colin Stewart, another popular guy. You may know his mixing from Dan Mangan and the New Pornographers. Popular, what's the, what's, popular peeps. What's the best part about Andrew Phelan, though? Oh, he's very nice. Nice. He I've, has a great beard. He does. So I've, two I've hugged him big things. before, which is nice. I like how his beard also gives you a little mini hug on your face. Mm-hmm. Me, me and him can just tangle our beards together anytime. Andrew, if you're listening and you want to braid our beards together for... The cause. Fun. So want to become pirates? Yeah. That's cool, too. Also, then you'll be attached by the beard. Uh, yeah, key tracks on that one are going to be Good Luck, Sharks, and Charlottetown. Uh, big uh, big question for you, Travis, about this pick. What oh. uh, were you feeling when listening to this record? I was feeling a variety of feelings. There's some, like, pump-up jams on there, but also some... Uh, lower key jams on there. It's like, okay, I'm ready to chill. And then you dance again. And then you dance again. You nice. dance again. If we want to talk album covers, this release has a very clever album cover. I didn't see it, see what the, des- what the design was supposed to be for a little while, but if you look closely and you think of the album title, it makes a lot of sense. It all kind of comes together. I'm going to need at least 30 minutes to <laughs> think about this at and least. review. Uh, it's what the um, is my voice really loud? No, it's just boomy. Okay, I'm not crazy. Everyone else is crazy. Uh, one of the song tracks on there is the album art. Yeah, the first one, the opening one. Yes, it's sharks. Yeah, I forgot that that was not the name of the, <laughs> yeah. the release. And then if you look at the album cover, it's him laying on the ground, and he's got like his foot is a fin, and we can a shark shape. Yeah. Wow. Spoiler. Spoiler for those of you who haven't seen Sharks before. Yep. Uh, well, um, <laughs> I guess... Uh, speaking guess my, of marine animals. Speaking of marine animals, yeah. I was at the Liquid Zoo the other day, and... Is that a new venue? Is that a new venue? Yes, yeah. Liquid Zoo, it's... It's AKA actually not a bad aquarium. name for a venue. 
Um, no, I actually wasn't there. Uh, but uh, my local pick is Said the Whale and their album Cascadia. It's released in February of this year. This is Said the Whale's sixth record and showcases some of their best blend of catchy radio-ready tunes, blended with the sweet emotional and intimate side of the band that we all love from a lot of their earlier stuff. Uh, tracks such as Level Best and Old Soul Young Heart capture that raw emotion. Uh, Old Soul Young Heart, uh, in particular, has has just a really like quiet, uh, close-up uh, ukulele kind of intro um, and verse that's just super super cool um additionally um level best is dedicated to uh is a song tyler bancroft bancroft wrote uh and dedicated to his uh his son i believe um which is another heartwarming heartwarming track uh, additionally, so, some some additional notes about this this record uh, and things worth checking out. Their music videos, for one, Un-American and Record Shop were directed by Johnny Jansen and produced by Amazing Factory. Those uh, notably don't use any special effects and um, are just amazing uh, uh, to, to watch just in terms of what they do in terms of the different photos and shots and the amount of records they use and cool frame camera techniques it's really really cool so sounds like the effects are special yeah the analog effects well there's no there's no computer animation what are computers exactly okay computer yeah uh so anyway some key tracks include un-american there's uh lead single off of that where we had the pleasure of hosting them here, which was a blasty blast. Um, Level Best and Record Shop. I'd say my favorite from that record would be Cascadia. Cascadia. I, I was actually considering that pick at first, and then I was like, I should be a little more diverse with my picks. Yeah, <laughs> fair. I just All like right. that song because it sounds like Sloan doing the Beach Boys. Yeah, it's, so a good, it's an accurate description. If you were a whale, what kind of whale would you be? Uh... A killer whale, because then you could have killer show tunes as a killer whale. Do you like the taste of shark liver? That's what they do. They just kill sharks and eat their livers and then leave the rest. It's pretty crazy. Did you see, hear about like the way they kill them? How? I actually don't know this. Oh, no. Like They'll get one whale to like swim like on top and another one on side, and it flips the shark upside down. Oh shit! And when they're upside down, they don't get blood to their veins, so they pa- brain, so they pass out. And then they like another one will stop the shark from moving in the water, so it's staying still. And if they're not moving forward, they can't breathe. Ah, yeah. And they die. Mm-hmm. I also immediately regret this choice. Thanks, Travis. <laughs> You're welcome. Hey, killer whales are badass. So that is uh, nature's scary. Yeah. Nature be, is uh, scary. I think a tuna. A tuna whale. Yeah. Is that just a ton of tuna fish put together into the size of a whale or one just humongous tuna? I'll leave the listeners to figure that one out. Well, speaking of water, <laughs> my my next local pick is the debut album by the band Washers called Drown. And I have to say, choosing my second local release was a little tough for me. After some thought, I decided to go with this particular album as Washers stand out in a lot of ways from the wide range of bands in the Vancouver punk and metal ecosystem. Washers sound is 
all I'd say all over the place in a good way. Vocalist Garrett K croons like Morrissey on songs like Oak Hill, but he can also snarl with hardcore frenzy on cuts like Septic Tank. The band is absolutely bristling with creativity as they incorporate elements of noise rock and hardcore punk and alternative rock in so many unconventional and creative ways. They play with time signatures, they switch up styles mid-song, and with this record, they devote a fair chunk of it to extended instrumental passages that really showcase the band's talent as players. Like, there's at least three fully instrumental songs, which is really cool. With Drown, Washers have crafted a sprawling, eclectic, heavy rock epic, that, and I really can't wait to hear where they go from here. And I'd say my key tracks are Oak Hill, Hecate Strait, and Man Leash. Speaking of Washers, what bands and artists would you hire to um to fix appliances in your home Haley blaze nice okay she have a good good youtube post about it yeah i feel she could like youtube how to do it she yeah, definitely knows use... how to use youtube yeah. yeah she's the only one i know knows how to use youtube i'm trying to think of artists that have day jobs in see i would choose stuff. andrew phelan because he also works a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and then we could give him a hug. And you guys could high-five your beards together. Hug it out. I'm trying to think of someone who's like a super gearhead. Maybe Ruben from Unknown Mortal Orchestra, because he knows how mm. things work. Maybe maybe Andrew right. Parker from uh, Tame Impala. Kevin Parker, you mean. Kevin Parker. Why do I always think it's Andrew? I don't know why. Hmm. I get Andrew and Kevin. Maybe Andrew is uh, Kevin's less <laughs> talented brother. Yeah, he was he was ignored and yeah. wasn't given a full studio. Andrew Andrew Parker's a accountant in Brisbane. Oh, hmm. nice. I hear it's lovely this time of year. So, uh, Travis, what's uh, what's your second local pick? My second local pick is gonna be Winter Youth with their debut album, Home. It's another show that I went to and had a great time at for their release. The album is delightful. It's dark and sad, but it's also pretty, and it makes for a good listen. The mix of Emily Seal's smooth, powerful vocals and Cass Baker's guitar that tends to build in each song, leading to a crescendo that makes you want to dance with joy and scream with sorrow. Emily and, and Cass are very nice people, and it was produced by Paul Beckler. Nice. And we've had all those people on the show. Yeah. And they're all great. Mm-hmm. And they're mm-hmm. all all very great. Uh, all very, very, very great. If you had to uh, live in a home with another band, what band would it be? <laughs> Winter Youth. Yeah, they seem cool. Yeah, they're, they're very nice. I think Cass works in kitchens, I believe. So. And they have a dog, apparently. Yeah. Fun facts. <laughs> Fun fact. Dogs are great. Yeah, and they would, you know, just, I don't know, maybe a band that tours a lot. So then you could have the place to yourself. Yeah. It's also a smart plan. Mm-hmm. Who would you choose, James? Hmm. hmm. That actually is a tough question. I'm trying to think of someone who would actually be a Kanye good... West. Ooh. Because you'd be living in, like, a really nice house. It would be a gigantic house, and I could probably just, like, stay away from him. <laughs> yeah. How about DJ Khaled? He'd just break into my room at random hours of the night and say, we the best music. Damn it, DJ Khaled, so stop coming into my room. Yeah, right? I'm I having guess... a shower, Colin. Leave me alone. 
Holland. And that's where how he gets all his best material for all of his songs he co-produces. Just surprising people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Classic DJ Khaled. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, key tracks off of Winter Youth's Home, uh, Half Cut, Home, and Buried Alive. Nice. So my next local pick for the best of 2019 is Carly Rae Jepsen's Dedicated, which is actually uh, kind of a hidden gem of a record, released in May of this year. Oh. Yep. <laughs> a little fun fact. <laughs> She's from Mission. She is from Mission. And this is Carly Rae Jepsen's fourth record and follow-up to her third record, Emotions. Her her critically acclaimed third record, which I've seen on multiple best of the decade lists. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of a weird, uh, odd, odd choice, but... I, I don't think it's a, cr- a career trajectory that most people anticipated after Call Me Maybe becoming such a huge song it basically became a meme and and, i mean also just with like that much popularity so quickly into then following up with like not much of anything else she had tom hanks in one of her music videos she did she did but uh this record's actually really good and definitely picks up where emotions left off you know there's those wispy kind of pop vocals and some of those unique throwbacky kind of synth sounds that are are still very much i don't want to say groovy but definitely melodic in the way that uh uh the songwriting and composition goes definitely uh they definitely hit you hard and pull you in as a listener where i mean even listening uh back to this record today i was like these melodies are going to get stuck in my head in no time so, some key tracks to check out. Julian, No Drug Like Me, and Now That I Found You. And uh, now we're going to talk about our favorite Canadian releases of 2019. Oh, hells, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll be honest. I think this year was a kind of a down year for Canadian albums. There were tons of local and international LPs that I love listening to. Uh, I just wish I could say the same about records by Canadian artists. You'll find that even my Canadian picks have some sort of connection to BC, but nonetheless, I was able to find some stuff that I really liked. Mm-hmm. Come and, at me, other Canadian provinces. Boom. Boom. They're on fire. Well, I will say looking like at... Australia. Or California. Australia, the best Canadian province. <laughs> yeah. A? I was just going to say, looking at lists of anticipated 2020 canadian releases there's a lot to look forward to like new grimes album it's gonna be good didn't that come out this year no it doesn't come out yet it comes out in like february uh i know this because i like grimes but also, she's released like four songs already so mm. uh we are the city coming out with oh, a new yeah. record well, that's local i was just talking pan canadian last i checked local grimes is still local? canadian what isn't grimes local no she, it's grimms. Well, no she's like vancouver by montreal and she probably lives in the states now so with elon musk yeah apparently they're yep. back together nice good job you two why wasn't that in the news this is why i believe in love <laughs> in a thing called love i be- be- like be- seeing elon and grimes together it just makes me happy makes sense warms the old they're, ticker they're definitely gonna get hitched in a new tesla cyber truck no, they'll get they'll, they'll be the first couple married on Mars. Let's let's be real. In the Cybertruck. In a Cybertruck on Mars. Yeah, it's yeah. Mars's official vehicle. They'll yeah. do a live stream of the wedding in the Cybertruck on Mars. So that's how it's going to break down. 
That's going to be so cool if they can make live internet happen that quick with Mars. Oh, right? Yeah. Well, because you'd think that Elon Musk would be like, well, i got to put the first satellite or in orbit around Mars. Mm-hmm. And somehow make that work, considering they don't have an atmosphere there. Or they do, but it's limited. I don't know enough about Mars. Yeah. So we haven't been there yet. We should ask Elon and Grimes. So we got Elon Musk on the line right now. Elon, how's it going? I can't do an Elon Musk impression. <laughs> what does he sound like? He's South African, and that's a very hard accent to impersonate. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what it sounds like. Well, there it. there is a great podcast episode. Oh, is uh, it? it? Elon is Musk it? was on Joe Rogan, and it's pretty infamous at this point. Best podcast of 2019? <laughs> it, it was certainly entertaining. I do have to say that. Speaking of your favorite podcast of the year, what was your favorite <laughs> Canadian local my pick? Favorite Canadian. That's not local. Yes. So my my first favorite Canadian album of the year is the self-titled album by Sky Wallace. This is the fourth record by the Vancouver-born, Toronto-based singer-songwriter, which sees her move away from the folk trappings of her previous releases and branch out into alternative rock. Wallace's classically trained vocals shine throughout the release, and her keen sense of melody firmly lodge songs like Death of Me, In Your Head, after you know just a single listen. At a brisk 33 minutes, Wallace has crafted a filler-free rock record that's consistently entertaining. And I'd say my key tracks are Death of Me, Cold in Your Window, and Always Sleep with a Knife. Travis, what <laughs> is your first Canadian pick? And you're also cheating with this because... This... I mean, BC's Canada. I know, but yeah, we're I really mean, fudging our own rules here. Like, as far as it is for me at this point, I pretty much only listen to local music and then, like, the music I listened to 10 years ago. Yeah, I find it's a mix of, like, local and international stuff for me. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just, like, what I hear all the time now. Fair. So I, I had some, like, th albums that I haven't listened to, and I'm like, this is my Canadian choice, but that would be a lie. Mm. and i have so much journalistic integrity when it comes to this program well i appreciate the honesty <laughs> throughout the <laughs> so like, i did not research this properly i will say that on the air <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. so so okay what's your first canadian pick that is technically true but not the purpose of this segment of our list program all right first up we've got lamb's breath the future ain't what it used to be. Pacific Sound Radio listeners who go way back will know that Lance Reth was one of our early guests. Yes. Mm -hmm. First started mm -hmm. on the Save On Radio Network. And I've been in love with him ever since. We had tacos. We did. That was we great. never get tacos with guests. Need to make that and it was love thing. at first taco? Bring that back. I need to find out what Mark's doing. Yeah. I need to hang out with that guy. So we got Mark here on the line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey. I'm Mark. What are you doing? <laughs> Eating tacos. Where are you? I like how his accent changes throughout this interview, by the way. Yeah. Uh, we're at uh, Save on Meats, so come on down. And... Oh, do they have tacos? Uh, not currently. <laughs> okay. Mark just hung up. He's upset. That's okay. That's Lamb's fair. Breath released another great album this year. Pretty different from previous releases, but that seems to kind of like be their style. Kind of bouncing around genres a little bit tends to be his thing mm -hmm. i found myself hearing songs pop up on like just uh, like song spotify playlist that i had on shuffle it's like oh i like this this is cool it's like oh it's from that lambsworth album i should listen to that lambsworth album again 
and then I did, and I liked it. So it's, what did you like most about it? Uh, it's a little hip-hoppy at times, and it's like really all over the place, and Mark Lingelbach is a very nice guy. What He's, are some of your favorite songs? Yeah. Uh, I like Big Business, CD Master, The River Remix, and Easy Prey. Nice. Speaking of uh, the future, though, what was the future before it ain't what it used to be? Uh, I believe that's just, like, a take on society's downfall. And, like, the future used to be, like, promising. And now the future is, like, the world's ending. So rock and roll? Yeah, man. For a hip-hop record? <laughs> I mean, I I'm, even, I I'm honestly disappointed we don't is. have flying cars, but I know Elon Musk kind of ruined plans. that. Uh, well, yeah. We've had planes for a while now. Those are like flying cars. Yeah, yeah. but it's not... It's like a car with wings on it. <laughs> you can get like personal planes. Flying cars would be cool, but they're completely impractical and dumb. Yeah. I mean, last I checked, a plane got you further than a car ever well, could. Yeah, true. On the water? Over the water. Are you going to drive on a boat? Are you going to fly in the water? There's They go on the water. No, though. that's hydroplaning. <laughs> that's when you slip <laughs> and you're tired. That's you you slip on your tires in the rain. And that's my pick. Nice. Jaden, you've listened to Canadian music. Yeah, I sometimes do that. <laughs> uh, you do it all the time. Yeah, I uh, I do it so much that my next pick that w- is Orville Peck's Pony, debut record for Orville Peck. Released back in March, it was recorded at the Noise Floor Studio on Gabriola Island. A uh, little fun fact about that studio, it's also where the local boys' ponytails are uh, are uh, working with the engineer slash producer there on, on some some stuff. For listeners who don't know, ponytails is one word. Yes. Yes. Also, I believe Deadsoft recorded there, and a bunch of local artists, and I didn't know Orville Peck recorded there, so... Yeah, you know, kind of cool, every day. right? So, uh, I mean, who knew gay cowboys could be so rock and roll in 2019? This is by far one of the... Uh, Lil Nas? Yeah, Lil Nas could. Yep. Um... Yeah, no, uh, this is just an amazing record. Uh, it executes country music in just such a brilliant way that's so far from the typical radio country pop that you hear on the classic stations that you normally listen to. Additionally, this uh, this album kind of prever- provides a clear, I would say this album provides a clear images of uh, of longing and finding oneself as you ride through the trials and tribulations of various relationships. Like lyrical imagery? Lyrical imagery, indeed. Yeah, I have to say we were both fighting with each other. As to who wanted to talk about this album. We literally fought to the death. Yeah. I died. Hello, Ghost Jaden. Hi, Ghost Me. <laughs> and Ghost Travis and James. Also, his show was fantastic. Yes. Yeah. Played at the Commodore earlier this year. Absolutely fantastic show. He sounds just as good as he does on the on the record as he does live. So, worth checking out. And it's just such a hoot to... Uh, just see some of the stage tactics and the the banter and and I don't know the full, the whole performance is just amazing. So some of my key tracks for this pick uh, that the listener, aka you, should definitely check out: "Dead of Night," "Roses Are Falling," and "Take You Back." All right, hell yeah, heck yeah. Boy. So so Jane, I have to ask you: if you had a pony, what would you name it? Uh, I would definitely name it Spritz. 
Uh, with, with a Z? Yes. Travis? And its favorite, well, oh. first, its favorite, uh, I wouldn't feed it water. I'd only feed it Sprite and seltzer water. R.I.P. Spritz. Oh, wait, no, sp- seltzer water. It'd be a confused horse, but mm-hmm. you'd be hydrated. Travis? Uh, I would call my pony over there, and I'd be like, hey, that's my pony over there. Over there. And then people would be like... Over where? Over there. Not over where. That's not the name of my pony. If you want to meet over there, he's just over there. Oh, God. What would you name your pony? Um, hmm. Hi-ho over there. <laughs> over there away. That's horse things, right? I call it Horse Junior. Horse it's Junior. not a bad name. Yeah. yeah. And then would it have a very hoarse voice? You'd call what it over. Hey. You'd call a pony horse? I call it Horse Junior because it's a mini horse. Or just Junior so it, it for sure. It would Junior? Well, no, I'd, I'd change it to Horse Senior. Okay. So, pony up with that explanation. Yeah. No, so it's it's a pony. I'm I'm clearly mixing up ponies and miniature horses here. But I call, I call Actually, it, I retract I my it. answer. What? I would uh, name my uh name my pony Lil Sebastian after okay. Park, uh, Parks Parks and Rec, the the greatest pony that ever did live. So, okay, I tra- retract mine and name my pony Pony Boy cuz the outsiders. And you could always keep it a, a, you could always have it stay gold right? exactly just I'd, you'd have a gold pony i'd pat it on the main once in a while and say stay hey, golden eighth pony grade boy. english students get this reference and then Are you they just still pat teaching your gold that, pony that, that damn book in school i hope so i i hope so too because holy shit classic ah uh, talk about cultural relevance hey kids try and relate to these teenagers from the 50s hey i gotta slick my hair back because i'm a greaser that's what you dressed up as today travis i was confused I was confused why you didn't dress up. I didn't get the memo. Mm. All right. So that's why we like Pony. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, James, what's your second favorite Canadian pick? Well, my next Canadian pick is by one of my favorite metal musicians and one of my favorite artists, period, the prolific and peculiar Devin Townsend, who is from New West. And I think he lives... Uh, in BC. He definitely lives in BC. I want to say around the False Creek area. I'd assume he'd have some sort of nice house. So find him and say hello to him. Mm. Well, so funny story about that. I was at Metrotown. He walked past me with his kid. But I'm like, you know what? I'm going to leave him alone because he's with his kid. I don't want to be that asshole. So then you just said hi to his kid instead? No, I just they walked past me. I did a double take and I'm like, ah. I know you. I know. It's such a great story. But I have seen him. Not play on stage, because I've also seen him live. But anyhow, so on this release, his 18th studio album, Empath, Townsend combines all of his disparate influences and musical ideas that he has explored throughout his discography into a dense cinematic suite of songs that shifts between progressive rock, gospel, arena rock, contemporary classical, and tech metal, often within the same track. The result is an album that perfectly encapsulates every aspect of and facet of Devin's musical personality while rewarding listeners with his most challenging and complex work to date. It's a lot of music at once, and it's awesome. So if you were in the the metalworks industry, what, uh, what kind of metal would you be proficient in working with? 
to just in general. Yeah. Steel would make sense. It's malleable. It's used for most industries. So is steel different than metal? It is a metal. Hmm. There are a number of metals. Like iron. Yes. Copper is also a metal. I think I could be a copper guy. Travis, what's your favorite metal? Titanium. Ooh, that's a good one. By David Guetta. <laughs> it sounds... <laughs> I feel like next time we're at a bar Isn't together... Is on that song, too? I hope so. I think so. No, she sings the chorus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next time we're at a bar, you need to order a, uh, a Guetta and just see what the bartender gives you. I just imagine just a really fruity, like... Uh, almost like a Rattler, but like with more sugar. Sounds delicious. I'm I'm just uh, I'm just picturing like half a pear chopped and like thrown into like a a martini glass filled with I don't know peach schnapps or something like that. That's very David of you. Mm-hmm. So Guetta. So Guetta indeed. Uh, what was the song on that album with Chad Kroger? Hero. Yeah, you know I actually don't know. Because oh. I feel that Chad's voice was like part. He, he doesn't was get like a solo on or Empath. Uh, it's on the it, Chad sings on the album, but I yeah. don't know where. I uh, feel that like Chad was like part of a number of vocals. Like where's Waldo? But where's Crowder? Chad? Yeah, quite literally, because it's not like he gives Chad a like vocal solo or anything like that. So. It's not like Devin Townsend's doing the guitar and then Chad's like, "Look at this photograph." Wow, it Chad was, just entered the room. Every time I now, see it, I Empath. <laughs> not gonna lie though it would be interesting if they if like chad just had a vocal solo because i i'll, I'll stray i'll go de- on off on a little bit of a tangent here on an earlier devon townsend record called deconstruction which this record reminds me of which is also equally dense and insane and crazy and a lot of musical ideas going on there's a vocal solo by greg Pichado from the dillinger escape plan but it's very clearly him because he gets like this his own segment, but like yeah, Chad's in there somewhere. I just don't know where. He might be on my three key, key tracks, but I, I I honestly don't know one way or another. Where'd you go? I miss you so, Chad. Chad. Wish we could be together. <laughs> Big Daddy not, Chaddy. Not Daddy even Chaddy. close. No, no. I don't believe Chad Kroger is a member of Fort Minor. Oh, <laughs> really? No. You sure he's not just buried in there somewhere? There's a joke sitting right there that I'm not going <laughs> to uh, share on the air. So, um, Travis, uh, what was your favorite Canadian? Hey, I didn't do my Oh, my wait. Yeah, we forgot about your key tracks. Yeah. What I'd, are your key tracks? I'd say my key tracks for this record are Genesis, Hear Me, and Spirits Will Collide. And Photograph? No. It's not, <laughs> there isn't a song called Photograph on the uh, album. Impair. You should check out the album so you can try and figure out where the hell Chad Kroger is on it. Where's Chad? Where's, where's Chad? Where's Big Chatty Daddy? All right. Never call him that again. <laughs> Big Daddy. No, that's what we call Chad Gilmore. Chad Gilmore, yeah. Of the Long War. Yeah. Because he is an actual dad Please, now. please go up to him and call him that in person. I have. Big Chatty. <laughs> Chatty? Big Daddy Chatty. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. Yeah, because he's a padre now. He's, yeah. He became the padre of a child this year. Congratulations. But does his child have his hair? One day. I'd hope so. Yeah, those long flowing locks. I hope so, too. Strawberry blonde locks. Is that what color is Chad's hair to you? <laughs> okay, so my other, question of the day. My other Canadian pick 
is going to be Ivan Hartle with his EP Until Now. Ivan Hartle is a super nice guy who I have nice conversations with when I run into him. Never awkward. Clearly. <laughs> it's always kind of awkward. <laughs> it just It's always too long. You know, it's like we don't have anything to really say to each other. And but it just keeps going? And, we, like, and then it's always like, all right, I'm going to go now. And then you guys are both standing there and try to walk away yeah. towards the same direction? Yeah. It's it's happened twice. Oh wow. Yeah. Probably more. You guys I, are meant that for does each other. Sound awkward. I like to make things awkward though. So you, I enjoy That it. seems to be one of your skills. I hope he enjoys it too. <laughs> Otherwise he's just like, Oh fuck. This guy again. Yeah. His debut EP until now is a very nice listen. He has some vintage vibes with solid guitar playing and strong, soulful vocals produced by a nice guy, Matt Storm. Nice guy. heard of him. Indeed. From episode 38. Oh, you remembered. No, I have no No, that's not right. (laughs) It's not episode 62. That's also not right. Do you know? I don't know. (laughs) Uh, You'll feel like you're listening to music you've always known, and then next you'll be humming along, and it'll be stuck in your head for a while. Uh, key tracks on this album include all of them because it's like a five song ep but i'll recommend ain't my style running and you got me we're gonna move on to uh you you to me yes your turn what are you doing up until now well i was preparing for this lengthy monologue uh that i had just forgotten so we're just gonna go with my second canadian pick uh and it's ruben in the dark a uh, project that's based out of Calgary, Alberta. Ruben in the Dark's new record, Unlove, is just folk at its finest. It's intimate, raw songwriting. Almost has a bit of like a melancholy feel to it. Kind of dark and moody uh, on a few tracks. A press release states... Now, this is a press release from Ruben in the Dark. The forthcoming collection is a bare carth. A cathartic exploration of life's undeniable crossroads and the fateful depths that await there. So that's gives you a little bit of a preview of what this this album entails. Some notable uh, people that uh, Ruben and the Dark worked with include Marcus Paquin, who produced and engineered uh, albums from The National and Timber Tambor, uh, as well as Kevin Drew, who is a co-founder in Broken Social Scene. Some key tracks for this album include Rising... Faultline and weightlessness. All right. Do you like Reuben sandwiches? No, I hate all sandwiches except peanut butter and jam. What about really? burgers? I I've do seen... not like Reuben burgers. Well, Reuben burgers aren't a thing. Oh, they're probably a thing somewhere. Uh, I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. But like just regular burgers, those are sandwiches. Yeah, they are technically. Mm-hmm. But typically they don't have Reubens in you them. You don't like sandwiches? No, I don't I've really like sandwiches. I've seen burgers. You have seen me eat burgers. I mean, I have issue with hard shell tacos, but that's just because it's messy. Uh, the is trick it, is, is, it, is in the mess factor. You eat the hard shell taco over a soft shell taco. Well, then it's just Boom, a soft second shell. taco. It's just a soft shell taco. Then no, you no, eat, you like, get second plate. taco. So anything that falls in goes into your next taco. Yeah, but you have to get the soft shell along with that. Yeah. No, but I'm curious about you. The, you the you don't br- you don't bring a second soft shell to any taco restaurant you go to. No, it's, it's the 
this guy That's not bringing it. Yeah. You're lost. I just order soft shell tacos. <laughs> I don't ask them to double wrap them. <laughs> okay, so here's here's what you do. You go in, you get a hard shell taco. Then out of your backpack or your back pocket, you pull out a soft shell taco and catch the hard shell taco remnants in the soft shell taco. Then you're not paying for a second taco. What's your Boom. perspective on burritos, though, if you don't like sandwiches? Well, burritos are around. What are burritos? And I would not consider logs. a burrito a sandwich. No, no. they're not sandwiches. They're wrapped. Like hot burritos. dogs are sandwiches. Are hot dog sandwiches? Well, it's bread. I would rather just have stuff that's in a burrito on the side in its own separate courses and then just eat the burrito wrap by itself. So you like fajitas, but you don't like assembling it. Yeah, something about the assembly is, is really what what ticks me off. So you'd like a sandwich if it was just bread and the fixins all as separate things? Yeah, so then I could pick and choose my exact quantities that I want to taste. So Subway. Not all together. I don't like them all mixed together. It's it's the it's the consistencies of each material that you're devouring in the sandwich that rubs me the wrong way. In the sandwich? It's a little sandwich that, sandwich. That was terrible. Oh. That was a terrible joke. I'm, I'm sorry, Sam Lynch. You're our biggest fan, and Le- we love you. Leave her out of this sandwich conversation. The sandwich I mean, conversation. <laughs> that's that's what. Yeah, yep. It's where we are now. So, um, that's an interesting reason to not like sandwiches. Yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty I'm a pretty picky eater. So, uh, it, it, it's 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 the, it's the textures and the consistencies mm. of the materials, not the the materials themselves. Maybe you should just roll it into a ball. <laughs> And yeah, then just put it just all grind in it into a paste. You just know, I, I I hadn't thought about that. Have you ever tried a sandwich smoothie? You know what? Maybe this is why I need to get a, a food processor. There you go. And then all my foods could be processed, and it will all just taste like one big ball of guck. Just get yourself a meatball sub from Subway. Throw it in there, and drink it, and let the world know how it tastes. Honestly, I'd probably be more willing to do that than eat an actual meatball sub. For we would like to thank our sponsor, Subway. What I'm saying, Jaden, is please do that and let me know when you're doing it so I can laugh at you. Oh. Oh, I see. But who will be laughing when they have a full stomach full of meatball sub? (laughs) (laughs) And someone else will be hungry. If you're you're pleased with yourself and you're able to keep it down, I will honestly be impressed. I would be pretty impressed with myself. Because a, a blended meatball sub doesn't sound like the tastiest thing in the world. What if you put that on a sandwich, though? Like it's a meatball what? sub, like a spread, a meatball you sub blend spread. The sandwich into and... a spread, and then you put that on a sandwich with meatballs. It's like this is meatball sub spread that you would put on. A... <laughs> That's so meta. Sandwich. This is this is this is how you beat Subway at its own corporate game. <laughs> Launch your own set of Subway sandwich spreads. <laughs> no. Sandwich smoothies. And call it Spreadway. Spreadway. So we're on the part of the show where we talk about our favorite international albums. So any released from all over the world. Except so Canada. Except Canada, because we've already covered that. But it's international. Yes, that's one way to pronounce the word. (laughs) Okay. Words are hard sometimes. Yes, they are. 
My international pick for the year is Sound and Fury by Sturgill Simpson. This one was a late pick for me, as there were a number of international releases that I really, really, really enjoyed. Much like my international pick for our Best of 2018 episode, I wanted to choose something that was a really unique listening experience for me. For those of you who don't know who the heck Sturgill Simpson is, he is a critically acclaimed country artist whose previous record, A Sailor's Guide to Earth, won him the 2017 Grammy for Country Album of the Year. On Sound and Fury, Simpson takes a wild stylistic left turn, crafting a psychedelic synth-heavy boogie rock album that is in, in turns badass, adventurous, and cinematic. I should mention that there is a dystopian anime film to accompany this record available now on Netflix that I would highly recommend watching if you're looking for a really unique way to enjoy this record. And I would say my key tracks for this album are Sing Along, A Good Look, and Mercury in Retrograde. Hmm. What do you prefer, sound or fury? can have a little bit more control over sound, but fury is uh, needed in some cases. If you had to choose the next hit track for the latest Fast and Furious movie, <laughs> what what track would it be? Off of this album or just in general? Off of one off of this album and one in general. Okay. Love that one. Mm. I was just thinking. <laughs> I know. Just kidding. Sound of silence. <laughs> That's the one that I was a song. I mean, I'd say a good look off of this record. And okay. just in general, I'm trying to think of a good song that would match. Octopus's Garden? Sure, we'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> For like a big action scene. Okay. I like to be. Thank you for including my song on this album. Yep, that's exactly what Ringo would say. Oh, thank you, guys. Classic Ringo. Yeah. So, uh, Travis. He's aged well. Okay, don't don't add him. Unless you want to, like, get his attention and look at some pretty Ringo star I think he looks at his Twitter. He's 70. He's a star. He is a star. We love you, Ringo. He's our number one listener. He is a That would be amazing. Oh, I like these guys. Tune in every week. Tune in every week, I do. <laughs> I'm Ringo Starr, and I tune in to Pacific Sound Radio. Well, now Ringo's not our number one listener anymore. Sounds like an old cranky man. Uh, tune in every week, I do. Sweep so, your chimney. So, Ringo Starr, what's your favorite, Cana- uh, in, sorry, not Canadian, international record of the year? The Beatles re-release, of course. So made more money. I mean, again, that's fair. I as Travis, my favorite international release is Field Medic Fade Into the Dawn. Hmm. Mm -hmm. The opening track to this album hooked me in right away. It's called Used to Be a Romantic. It's a song about life on the road as a touring musician. It's a really cool lo-fi freak folk band record album it's really solid kind of reminds me of the avet brothers a little bit so freak folk album similar to the avet brothers yeah hmm. <laughs> aren't, aren't the avet brothers really old i don't know that's they're really good no those are the almond brothers no i'm thinking no of... the almond brothers have who am i thinking empire. of this is driving me nuts i'm thinking of a really old i think you're nuts for thinking that Travis. i'm probably thinking of the wrong brother mr Peanut. shut up i'm thinking of the wrong brothers <laughs> no there's a there's a like there's a folk 
singer-songwriter brother duo from the 50s that I'm thinking of that's not the uh, Avid brothers, so never mind. It's the Osmond brothers. Stills and Nash. Fleetwood Mac. So what else the do you Fleetwood like about Mac this brothers? Uh, I mean, I, ima- I like to imagine he's a really nice guy. Probably is. I'd hope so. So it's, it's a it's a good non complicated listen listen, but it's like lyrically cool. You know? Uh key tracks I... on the album include Used to Be Romantic, I Was Wrong, and Henna Tattoo. So Is um, I Was Wrong a social distortion cover? I don't know. I hope so. I guess I'll have to give it a listen. Absolutely. If you were a uh, field medic, what kind of field would you be medicing? Uh, what kind of field? I would choose a barley field. Nice. As the wind shakes the barley, I will heal it. But then you get barley into the open wounds that you have to deal with. Uh, I thought I was just medicating the barley. It's up to... Uh, does, does Jane know what a field medic is? That's a question for the day. I mean, it's up to your interpretation as to what you call yourself as a field medic. Yeah, you know, a bus driver is also an occupation that's open to interpretation. Yeah, because sometimes you drive buses and other times sometimes you drive... Sometimes bus drive you. <laughs> yeah, it depends what part of the world you're in. <laughs> do we, do so we accurately... Bus drive you. So, uh, James, what field would you medic in? <laughs> in terms of location or clientele? Type of field. <laughs> oh, jeez. Like, is it a wheat field? Is it a sheep field? A grass field, because I'd have less fucking grass in the way of me trying to deal with battle wounds. Oh, man, grass gets real tall, though. Yeah, grass can get hey, real tall. What about a cabbage patch? <laughs> But then it would stink all the time. I'd have to treat a bunch of children. Oh, no. Oh, no. What did this war become? <laughs> a war on the Cabbage Patch? The Cabbage, the cabbage Patch Wars. Oh, boy. Oh. Now, that's a spinoff I want to see. Well, that's really exciting. Uh, you know, uh, Beast of No Nation? About the Cabbage Patch Wars? Oh, my God. You should uh, adapt a Netflix TV series slash documentary about this. Cabbage war. Anyways, uh, so my international pick for this year is Billie Eilish's When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? Uh, And I'll tell you where, uh, because it's to listening to this record. That's where you go. Uh, released in March of this year. I mean, what's not to like about this record? It's like literally everyone's favorite pop album of the year. I haven't listened to it. it what? I've just like listened to Bad Guy. Really? Yeah. Do, you're doing yourself a disservice, man. There's far better songs on the record than Bad Guy. Hey. Don't be a bad you guy. You sound like a bad guy right now. Well, duh. <laughs> Dissin. Oh, Dissin. Bad Ooh, I get it. Did? I get it because I listened to the record. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, this uh, this entire record is really really good. It's dark. It's uh, obviously very pop focused, but in a really cool way. Uh, Billie Eilish and her producer brother that no one seems to know the name of, Gerald Brother I- Eilish. Brother Eilish. Uh, well, thank produ- you, Brother Eilish. <laughs> there you go. I think they're English, but no, they're from California, but definitely Irish. I thought they were English. No, they're from California. Okay, that was my English accent. So that you guys you, you are sat- wrong. Oh. 
Anyway, so there's uh, some some really dark and depressing lyrics in this one, but it's also really moody and playful with its neat little melodic synth lines that are kind of like cool and neat. And another adjective that would describe this really good record is awesome. <laughs> and uh, my key tracks include Bury a Friend, Zanny, and Wish You Were Gay. All right. Do you think she would be as popular if she went with her given name, William Eilish? <laughs> uh, actually, fun fact about this. you uh, uh, She actually released a folk record under the name William Eilish, and it got zero listens. Any who's it's, uh, those are our picks for the year. Whoa. Yeah. That was a really fun time, guys. A lot I, of good stuff. I enjoyed my picks the best. I enjoyed my picks even better than his. I like my music, too, but I look forward to listening to the albums that you guys selected that I haven't heard yet. I look forward to listening to the playlist we made. Yes. And making commentary during these songs, right? Off the air? We're not going to do it in the middle. We might. We could. We very well could. We probably should. If we want to. Probably shouldn't, but yeah. Oh, we will. Definitely. I control the mic buttons. He also controls the rate at which lobsters die. <laughs> All right, you want to play us out, Travis? Uh, yes, I do. And I will, because I know how. Are you ready to be played out? Born ready. And thanks for listening. We're your host, James Olson. And Travis Noel. Pacific Sound Radio is produced by Gene Fraze. Is it, though? Well, this is the last one, so love you, Gene. Love y'all. Travis, how can everyone check out what we're doing? You can check us out on Facebook, Pacific Sound Radio, as well as our Instagram, at Pacific Sound Radio. Twitter, at Pacific S Radio. I don't think we've tweeted this year. YouTube, Pacific (laughs) Sound Media. Website, PacificSoundRadio.com. If you know a local band or artist that you think should appear as guests on our show, let us know. Fill out the form on our website or send us an email to talkpsr at gmail.com. 